Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Skin Reel. This week, I am thrilled to have my colleague, Dr. Jeffrey Dover, joining me today as we discuss skincare truth versus hype and why where you get your information matters. So Dr. Dover received his dermatology training at the University of Toronto, followed by research fellowships at St. John's Hospital for Diseases of the Skin at the University of London as well as a two-year photomedicine fellowship at Harvard Medical School. He is currently on the faculty in the Departments of Dermatology at Yale University School of Medicine, as well as Brown Medical School. And Dr. Dover is co-director of Skincare Physicians in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Now, if all his clinical work didn't keep him busy enough, he has authored over 550 scientific publications and is founding editor of Journal Watch for Dermatology. Dr. Dover, thanks so much for being here. Well, it's great to be with you, and it's so much fun talking about one of my favorite topics. Why is it so important to get skincare guidance from a dermatologist? Well, it's funny. Yesterday, I saw a friend who was retiring, in fact, today, and I went to meet her at her place of work. I asked my wife if it was appropriate for me to bring her some skincare products, and she said, well, does she use them? I said, all women use them. And she laughed and said, yeah, I guess you're right. And so I brought her three beautiful bottles of one of the products that I thought works particularly well. And she didn't open them till after our visit. And she was, you could tell she was very excited because she was getting products that a dermatologist chose for her and not products that she got from some influencer or for from a salesperson, be it a man or a woman at a beautiful department store or from Sephora where you know you're being sold something and you always wonder, is this something that's better for me or for someone else? Did they just sell it to me because it's what they're trying to push? Does it really work? Is there anything actually in here that really does anything? And the people who know best about this are dermatologists, not influencers, not self-proclaimed experts in skin, not people who like the skin. Dermatologists are university trained. They've all gone to medical school. They've done three years of training after internship or residency. And then some, like us, have done fellowships. So it's years and years of training to understand skin. Who better to ask about your skin than a dermatologist? 
But in the days of social media, influencers become experts overnight. And you never quite know what the angle is. What you really want is the honest approach from someone. And surely the best way to get it is for someone who doesn't have a bone in the game. Whether someone likes a product or not and buys it at the store doesn't benefit me financially at all. And even if they buy a product of the few we sell in our practice, that's not how I make a living. I make a living taking care of people with skin problems and making them look better. If people want to get products, that's fantastic. But what I really want to do is make sure they get products that work and are tailored for them, that have something in the cream or in the bottle that truly works. And there are lots out there, but there are lots that don't work so well. And some of them are very expensive. And so that's the reason seeing a dermatologist or getting advice from a dermatologist, such as Dr. Mina on one of these webinars or podcasts is so important. The information is available, but you have to go out and find it. And I think it's really important. So much of what's being put out there is not by people who have expertise in the skin and really are more business people or marketers. And it can be at best just false for people, but at worst, it can actually harm their skin depending on what they're using. And certainly in this day and age of social media, anyone can put anything out there and it can get thousands, maybe even millions of views with zero validity to it. No, exactly. A great example is a patient will say, oh, celebrity X, Y, or Z is using this product. What do you think? I say, what do they know about skincare? They're probably being paid to promote this product. And in fact, it turns out when you find out they are sometimes millions of dollars. Do the Kardashians really use every single cream they promote? I highly doubt they'd have no time to do any of their posting if all they were doing were using the products that they promote. And this is not to bash them. People love them and they're fantastic. But are they skin experts? No. The dermatologists are really the experts and that's what you really want to do. And now social media has some benefits. You can actually get Dr. Mina's advice without even meeting her or knowing her. You don't have to go and see her as a patient. You don't need an appointment. You don't have to travel to Atlanta to see her to Boston to see me. You can see me or Dr. Mina or experts online and get advice from books, social media, webinars, podcasts. It's there, but why not go to the source? I just think it's so easy, but, but it's a concern. And the word influencer, of course, gets used so much. But as you just said, you can become an influencer overnight. And is it based on knowledge or is it based on simply marketing and who you can sell to? And I think it's really important. It's important to sort of delve in who's giving you that information. What are their credentials? Are they just a skin enthusiast, which is, there's nothing wrong with being a skin enthusiast. I am too, but you want the person giving you the skincare advice to actually have some education and training in that field. Or likewise, if someone's performing a procedure on you, make sure they're actually trained to do that, that they actually didn't go to school for something totally unrelated. I love what you said about, you know, social media, we can bash it at times saying it's don't get your information on social media and all that. But here I am, I'm on social media, you're, I'm sure you are as well. But nowadays, you actually can get some good information on social media, you just have to be careful where you're finding it and who you're listening to. And I love seeing dermatologists and our colleagues posting really good 
factual things and clips and reels on social media that actually are valid and do speak the truth. And I love seeing that. And I really hope we can encourage our colleagues to to do more of that. At the least, you get a product that doesn't work. Okay, so you spent $80 and it doesn't work. But at worst, it could actually be something that causes a rash or dermatitis or eczema, allergic reaction. And that would actually be something that would be you'd really like to prevent. So it's okay if you try products. Most women, it turns out, continually change products over and over again because they're looking for hope in a jar. But instead of actually looking for hope in a jar aimlessly, why not just get a little bit of guided advice from an expert? And so I think that's a great idea. At skincare physicians in Chestnut Hill, the practice that I co-direct, we have 14 of the best dermatologists in the country. It took us 15 years till we could come together and come up with a list of our favorite products, which were not prescription, which were available over the counter to be purchased online or in a store, but that actually worked, that were safe and effective. And so now we finally have this two-sided color sheet and we hand it to patients when they say, what would you recommend? Historically, dermatologists were not good at this because we're so busy seeing people with rashes and doing procedures that at the end of a 15-minute visit, when someone says, could you give me your favorite tips on skincare? Well, that would take me an entire book. So now we have this sheet and we can say, why don't you speak to my nurse, Maria, who knows all about these products. These were handpicked by my dermatology colleagues, all our best in Boston. They know what's best for your skin. And we're going to pick some just for your age group, for your skin type. Well, that's available. And it's also available now online for practices like ours or like yours. And so the information's out there, but why not just seek it out with just a little bit extra work? When you go to Bloomingdale's, let's say, or to Macy's and go to the cosmetic counter, those mostly women, not all women, but mostly women, lovely people, knowledgeable about that one product line, because that's what they sell. And they get paid a commission. That's what pays their salary to sell that product. Is it ideal for you? Probably not. But if that's what they're selling, that's what you're going to get. And so you just have to be careful. I love that you all have recommended products because I get that too. Patients want to know, well, what are you doing? What are you using? Your skin looks great. You know, what do I need to do? We actually poll our whole staff as well because we all have different skin types, different skin colors. And I want patients to have sort of a wide variety to choose from. And we can sort of tailor it. If you have sensitive skin, try this. If your skin is more you know, oily or prone to breakouts, try this. But it's not going to be one product for every single person. And it's great to have those options. Exactly. Options and advice from experts. Exactly. Patients want advice on products to use, and it doesn't always have to be medical grade. I also love to give recommendations based on, you know, something you can find in the drugstore and maybe more of a midline option. And then for patients who really, really want that luxury product or feel, maybe have more of a high-end option. And it's not that I think one works better than the other, but patients sometimes like to have those options, whether they want to spend a little bit more or they really want to be able to get something straight from Walgreens or, or CVS. It's good that you mentioned this. It turns out product lines like Olay or Neutrogena or Rock, these are exquisitely good product lines that they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars perfecting. The fact that they can sell it for $20 in a jar instead of $80 or $100, well, good for them. So we often recommend those products, but it's nice to be guided. And if you buy a product that's here today and gone tomorrow, that's not a good idea. 
But you know that Olay or Neutrogena or Rock or these companies, L'Oreal, they're not going to sell something unless it's tested properly because their brand is so valuable. So we recommend them all the time and patients do particularly well. I was once quoted in an article that was sometimes taken out of context, but basically I said that the assistant at CVS may not be as pretty or as glamorous as the one at Bloomingdale's, but their products are just as good. So the quote was, Dr. Dover criticizes CVS staff for not being attractive enough. It had nothing to do with that. It was the fact that you're paying for the packaging, you're paying for the marketing. A $300 jar of cream is probably not worth $300. It's about $280 of marketing and packaging and salesmanship and about $20 of product or less. So let's remember that. $500 product is that because someone's going to pay that, but our listeners don't need to do that to look their best. It's fascinating. People are surprised when I tell them how few products I use and that I get them predominantly at the drugstore and you know you don't have to spend an arm and a leg on product and in fact I really recommend save your money for the procedures that we can offer lasers chemical peels neurotoxins things like that if you're interested in and don't expect those kind of results from your $300 cream even if it came in a really nice looking package but I'm glad you brought that up it's funny I've changed my tune having practiced for now many decades, patients used to say to me, what do you think about moisturizers? And I basically used to say, it's sort of a waste of time. You don't want any 12-hour period to go by without having a product on your skin which has anti-aging or anti-sun or something positive in it. So my motto was, every 12-hour period, you should have something on your skin which actually helps to rejuvenate your skin from the age of 20 on. But in truth, if you moisturize and look better, then even though it's short-term benefit, if you moisturize twice every day, your skin will look better forever because you're moisturizing on a regular basis. So I've changed my tune a little bit and moisturization is good and it makes most people look better temporarily. But you do want to add in other ingredients to some of your products, a retinoid, which is a vitamin A derivative or a peptide or a vitamin B derivative or growth factors which reverse the aging process and don't just simply hydrate the skin. So our rule of thumb is sunscreen every morning and an anti-aging product, either morning or evening, and then a vitamin A derivative at bedtime. It's so simple. Anybody, even I can do it. It takes literally 10 seconds. So when patients say, I don't have time, everybody has time. You keep it on the counter, never put it in the drawer, otherwise it won't be used. We never would go to work without brushing our teeth. We would never go to bed without brushing our teeth. So why not just put on an anti-aging product and sunscreen in the morning and one in the evening, bingo, 10 seconds at the beginning and the end of the day, and everybody can look as good as Mary Alice or almost. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad you brought up the whole thing about the skincare routine because I will be online or I will even talk to my friends when I hear their lengthy, complicated skincare routine, it, it really just boggles my mind. You know, they've learned that somewhere, they've seen it somewhere, they've been sold this idea that they need to have this complicated 10-step skincare routine morning and night to get beautiful skin. And again, it's a waste of time and a colossal waste of money. I, I love how you put it, you know, sunscreen in the morning, a retinol vitamin A derivative at night. And that's the mainstay for beautiful looking skin. If you're looking for a very 
low maintenance, you know, low cost, no frills regimen that will keep your skin beautiful for decades to come just doing that. It's so hard to believe that when you see all the fancy marketing, beautiful celebrities, those celebrities aren't just using that cream to be as beautiful and glamorous as they are. I promise you they're doing some other things too. Exactly. And they're celebrities for a reason. We should remember that. It's kind of a fantasy world that they're living in. That's not the world that the majority of us live in or will ever even come close to. How do you recommend that our listeners know if they're being sold something or not? How do they know if something works or not? Well, if it's too good to be true, it is always too good to be true. So if you're walking down the street and someone runs out of a store and grabs you and says, you've got to try this product, it's unbelievable. Please just come in the store and try it. Best thing to do is say, thank you very much, but I've got a very important meeting with the president or the queen or the king, and I I just wish I had time, but I don't. But that actually happens on Rodeo Drive on a regular basis because patients might come home with this $800 bottle of cream that they buy on Rodeo Drive because there's someone there who grabs usually tourists off the street and convinces them to use this product with gold in it. And they come back and say, you won't believe how much better my skin looked when I put this on. Well, of course I'd believe it. It's a moisturizer that made them look temporarily better and then emptied their pocket. So look at We're not saying that all people selling products are out to make a buck. Some of them just love skincare. As you said, skincare enthusiasts. And you go to some of the counters, and these women, mostly women who are senior, know a ton about skincare, but they don't know much about dermatology. And the really good ones will immediately say, you've got a skin problem. You should go to see the dermatologist. Here's one I recommend. Then come back, and we'll look at products. So they're not all trying to, to take advantage of you. In fact, most are not. But they are trying to make a living and they have quotas to make. I mean, I saw someone this week who works for Chanel and gets paid, I was told, a very large salary to sell Chanel products. Well, she's not selling anything but Chanel. And there's nothing magical in Chanel products, but it's a magical name with brilliant marketing and sale. They were started by Coco a long time ago. And that brand has grown immensely into clothing and accessories and skincare. But let me tell you, Chanel doesn't make their skincare. It's made by people like Dr. Mina and me on behalf of them and then put in a Chanel package. Is it special? Is there some magic ingredient in those products? No, but they're very expensive because someone has to pay that saleswoman and for the counter and the space they rent in, say, Macy's or Bloomingdale's or Sephora. So it's got to be believable. But when it comes from a dermatology expert, it's more likely to be accurate and based on science and fact than on salesmanship. Now, not all dermatologists are as honest as Dr. Mina, but most of them really are. They have your best interest at heart because they want you to be their patients forever. I have patients that I've taken care of on a regular basis for 40 years and they still come to see me. I have to be true to them. And so if they feel that my hand's in their pocket or that in any way I'm not trustworthy, they will never come back and they'll tell everybody they know. That's how you know you're in the right spot. You get a good trusting feeling. And it could be your esthetician at the local med spa. They know a lot about skincare, and many of them have learned from dermatologists, but the source of that information is usually from dermatologists. I was talking with a colleague for another episode, and he said he read somewhere that people are now looking for more science-driven 
skincare advice. And also in this article, he said that dermatologists are now back to being considered the skin experts. I had a few thoughts when I when I heard that. Number one, great. I'm glad science is, is back in. People are looking to that for guidance. And uh, then the second thought was, well, I didn't know dermatologists were out as skincare experts, but I guess I'm glad we're back. I'm not sure where that article came from, but I, I thought that was kind of funny. I think that's great if that is the case. I hope it is that people are becoming savvy and they want things that are backed by data and science and evidence and looking beyond just the facade or who's selling it and what they look like or if they're a celebrity or not. No, I think that's very important. But it's also to go back to something you said earlier. We do things like Botox and fillers, and we've helped to pioneer all kinds of laser procedures. But in the end, it's the palette, the sort of background skin tone and texture and color that's crucial. So if we tighten the skin, but the skin is sun damaged, we have tight sun damaged skin. What we need to do is improve the skin health. And that's a sort of a new term, skin health, and that's in skin wellness. That's what we're working at. And that's why doing something regularly, not necessarily expensive or fancy, but regularly, sunscreen every morning, rain or shine, a retinoid or a vitamin A derivative or an anti-aging product at bedtime and a moisturizer. It's so easy to do. It's pennies a day. And when you see people who look really good, they walk into Dr. Mina's office, she knows right away they're doing regular skincare, right away. And, and you say, wow, I can tell you're doing good skincare. What are you using? They immediately light up and say, Oh, well, I was told by a dermatologist 30 years ago to use vitamin A, tretinoin or retin-A at night, and I've never missed a night. And they look 20 years younger than all their colleagues and friends. Well, there's the answer. So skincare is crucial. It's just where you get the advice. You don't want to be wasting your time using unreasonably expensive products or products that don't do much, but offer you continuous hope. It's just a little frustrating for us. I have a, a funny story. One of our nurses, her daughter got an expensive product that's blowing up on TikTok and Instagram for the young 20-year-olds out there. And someone gave, gifted it to her, an eye cream for Christmas. And she was so excited to use it. She put it on. And then the next morning, she's sending her mom pictures. Her eyes were swollen. She was definitely having an allergic reaction to this eye cream that if you were to look on social media, it's all the rage, the best out there. And, you know, her mom and I had a little bit of a laugh because, you know, again, even these expensive products, it's not like you can't get an allergic reaction or have side effects to them. And again, there's nothing magical or different about them other than the price point and the marketing. And she probably could have gotten away with just using some very bland, sensitive, fragrance-free moisturizer around her eyes at night and would have been better off in the long run. Oh, absolutely. On the same topic, we were talking a bit about procedures. The question that you asked me earlier is, well, where do you go for skincare advice? And the same question can be asked about, well, how do you know what you should do to limit aging or to age more naturally? So the answer is the same. Go to an expert, go to a dermatologist who specializes in anti-aging procedures or the concept of sort of natural or easing into aging. We don't want everybody to look 20 years old. They'll look silly, although some celebrities do. And some 80-year-olds have skin that's so tight, you think, what were they thinking? And the answer is not much. But dermatologists are the experts. They've invented or created all these procedures, 
the use of fillers, the use of Botox, almost every laser procedure used in the Western world were developed by dermatologists and colleagues of ours. And the experts are the dermatologists. So get advice. It's inexpensive to get the advice. And again, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. And if someone promises you the world, you, you just know you can't overnight lose 20 years, but done properly with great skincare and a few little things, most patients, their most beautiful aspects can be brought out to the fore and people can look their best for very small amounts of money and safety with very little downtime. So there's been a revolution in dermatology over the last 40 years. It's quite remarkable, but we now can treat brown spots, we can treat red spots, we can remove sagging, we can remove wrinkles, we can remove unwanted hair, we can make the skin glow, we can do all these things on an outpatient basis with little or no downtime, with a baseline of skincare. We're very lucky to be in this age where we can make patients look and individuals look so much better. What's amazing is a few years ago, none of this was available. Not one of these things, were, when I was training, they're all new since then. And what's nice is we've been at the forefront helping to develop these. So and our patients and, and people listening are so lucky to have these options. Question is, how do you find out about it and what's best for you? And the answer is, ask a dermatologist. And if you're not sure what dermatologist to ask, check with the American Society for Dermatologic Surgery or the American Academy of Dermatology. They're board certified dermatologists all over the country. And while they're busy, they always have time for someone like you. So, you know, when people say, gee, I couldn't get an appointment, I say, was your finger broken? I mean, all you have to do is call. We always add people and we can always see someone because what we do is so much fun and exciting. Great advice I have on my website to go to aad.org to find a board certified dermatologist. You could put in your zip code and find someone. And the other advice I'd recommend is find a dermatologist on social media on the internet who you resonate with, you like what they talk about, you like their message, you like how they deliver it, and follow them, get your information that way. And then you are educating yourself. And then when you do have your visit with your dermatologist, you already have some background information and knowledge. And that's so important. And that can really just make the visit go even better. And I love your point about a beautiful complexion is really the most important thing. Sometimes I will see patients come in wanting all these other cosmetic procedures. And sometimes I'll just say, you know, let's take a step back. Let's get your baseline skin glowing and beautiful. A tight face, but that's still sun damaged is still not going to give them the result they really want. I think first and foremost, making sure you have beautiful skin, healthy skin, and have a good skincare regimen is really key before investing all this extra money and other things. Absolutely. Could not say it any better. Well, Dr. Dover, this has been a lot of fun talking with you. Where can our listeners find you if they want to reach out to you or find out more information about what you're up to? Well, the probably easiest way is to go to our website, which is skincarephysicians.net. So just www.skincarephysicians.net. And there's a beautiful website with a list of all the things we do and some of the things we're writing and talking about. Before we leave, maybe share three pearls that we can give consumers, patients who are looking to not get sold uh, you know, snake oil and who are just trying to do their best to uh, sift through all this information we have out there on finding safe, effective skincare products. 
Well, I think we'll go back to basics. You don't want any 12-hour period to go by without putting something on your skin, which is effective at preventing or reversing sun damage and aging. So sunscreen in the morning, with or without a moisturizer, and then at bedtime, a moisturizer and either a peptide or a vitamin derivative like vitamin C or a uh, retinoid, which is a vitamin A derivative. So it's just very simple. Two or three products a day, low cost, high, high safety and effective. So th that's my, my real tip. And the way to find out what to use, just go see a dermatologist once and they'll guide you to exactly what suits your skin the best. And then you do that regimen long-term and you don't need to go after every new fad because for every new product, there's some really great older products which have stood the test of time. Vitamin A or tretinoin, Retin-A has been around since the 1970s and is still the single most effective skincare product available today in this country. That's quite remarkable, 50 years. And all the newcomers are gonna come and go, but Mary Alice and all of her colleagues who look as good as she, they all use it at bedtime. <laughs> well, great, great advice and always great talking with you. Thanks so much, Dr. Dover. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends. 